4,000 new subscribers in a week and what to do if you're afraid about looking at your numbers and setting up systems and processes in your business. Hot damn, this is a good one. Hey there, Home Slice. You're listening to the Do the Brave Thing online business podcast, where it is our soul and soul's mission to eradicate this idea that nice people finish last in business and to put money in the hands of good people so they can do good with it. And hey, you're listening, so that makes you a good, nice person. And I want to make sure that you can get your products and services, whether they're just an idea in your head or something you are currently selling out to the massive in a way where they just want to throw their credit cards at you all of the time and actually thank you for taking their money. This podcast is gonna give you dangerously actionable tips to do just that, but we're also gonna work on your mindset because yeah, sure, you can use contractions in your emails to sound less robotic, but if you can't find the time to write something or keep on second guessing yourself and never hit send, well, it doesn't much matter anyways. You're also gonna hear inspiring stories from other online business owners who dared to do the brave thing because when you default to doing the brave thing, you are going to see massive growth in your business. Now let's get to it. What is that mind do the right thing home slices? Kate Doster here, and I'm so excited to be in your ear holes today because we are going to be interviewing one of my superstar students from Collaboration Cashin, Dolly DeLongo, all about her experience with running a free bundle. We're gonna do that towards the second half of the episode because the first half of the episode, I wanted her to be able to share with us her expertise, which is actually helping creatives, other photographers, designers, actually set up the back end and system and workflows of their business, especially if they are service providers. Because if you consider yourself super creative, you are usually not a fan of looking at your numbers and setting up those systems and workflows to make your life easier. You're kind of a fly by the studio pants person. <clears throat> not that I'm speaking from experience. And Dolly, in this episode, we talk about so much, y'all. We talk about how to make sure that you're actually getting the most out of your contractors. And even if you are, we talk about how Dolly had a giant fear of looking at her numbers and what she did to get away from that. And she freely admits, and this is why I love this podcast. She was shocked when she actually sat down and looked at her numbers because she knew that she was making money, but she didn't realize that when she thought she was famine and, you know, she thought she was rolling in it, I should say, and feasting, if you will, her business was actually hemorrhaging money. And so I just think that this is such a jam packed episode. I will let you know that we did actually film this in 2022. So you might hear us reference those years in there because Dolly just had a baby. Woo! So I wanted to make sure that we recorded this early enough for you. Dolly is actually currently hosting a paid bundle, her first one. So we'll probably have her back on for a debrief on that called the Systems and Workflows Magic Bundle 2.0 Funnel Edition, where she has gotten $6,000 plus worth of resources, one for myself included, to help you at every single stage of your funnel and things to be working on that attraction phase, that conversion phase, the creation phase of stuff for people to actually buy you from. And again, where her expertise is, her systems and workflows and bookkeeping systems and Again, she's not a numbers person, as you're going to hear in this interview. And of course, we talk about a moment that was really hard in her business and how she handled it. And y'all, I learned something about Dolly that I did not know. And it turns out that we kind of sort of have a very similar story about what happened to us working in corporate when we had babies. So you'll get to hear that and so much more. Of course, there is a link in the show notes. It is the first one. So that way you can get your hands on the systems and workflow bundle, which is indeed ending on February 10th, 2023. Again, once you pay for it, you have a year to claim all of the things that are in there. Most of the stuff I do believe you get lifetime access to after you claim it. So you don't have to worry about it. Put it in Trello board, spread it in a spreadsheet. So that way you don't forget you own it. Um, the only thing that might not fall under that category is I know Lainey Lamar, who you guys know I love, is offering three months in her 
membership about like stats and tracking and all that sort of stuff. I love Lainey so much and it's so great. So that you only get three months for, uh, definitely get on it. Definitely get on it because I feel like if you don't know where your business currently is standing, then you're not going to know what lever to pull attraction, conversion, or deliverability to actually get more sales and more people because you might be getting a lot of people, but your conversions might be bad. And Lainey is going to help you actually figure out what is truly working, what you don't feel like is working. Because as you're going to hear in this interview, Dolly felt like certain things are working in her business, but it turns out she was really wrong. So Kate and Dolly of the past, go ahead and take it away. All right, everybody, as you can hear me from that gushing intro, because I can go on and on and on about how amazing Dolly is for honestly, probably the length of this entire episode, I figured we should probably be here from the lady herself. So Dolly, could you please go ahead and introduce yourself? Let us know who you help and let us know your pronouns as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my name is Dolly DeLong. I am a Nashville-based uh, branding photographer. That's one of my hats I wear. And the second hat I wear is I am a workflow and systems educator for creatives. So I love um, teaching other creative business owners how to find like the magic in automating the back-end puzzle pieces of their business because it's so much fun and I'm in a grinchy mood so I'm gonna <laughs> say stink stink stunk <laughs> I love it edify today so <laughs> gotcha it is quite all right it actually it matches the outfit the drawing not that our podcast listeners can see that but I assure you she's wearing a green sweater so it does 100% work with that so before we go ahead and dive in and talk about just again those systems and workflows and like I would mentioned you're one of our superstar students of collaboration cash in and so want to hear all about your experiences with those can you go ahead and think to a time in one of your many businesses? Cause I know you've had several iterations of your businesses yeah. where you just thought to yourself, man, I should just go and get like a real job. And I say that in air quotes. So that way I can just leave work at the door and not have to worry about stuff anymore. Yes. Um, I would have to say it came for me that that thought came for me last year. So when we're recording this, it's 2022. And so it was 2021. And I was, I was working full time, like in my business, I, I was working so hard, but I wasn't bringing in anything. And who, the person that had to give me some tough love about that and like approach me really hard was my husband. Like he, cause he was like, Hey, you're working a lot, but you're not bringing in a lot. It's not like we, like I'm expecting you to, but you're gone all the time to either like different shoots or education. And I realized I wasn't tracking anything, no metrics. I wasn't tracking the numbers behind my business. And so I thought I was making money, but I wasn't making anything. And it just, for me, that feeling of just like, it felt so defeating and it felt like, huh. I know for sure I would be making a definite X amount of dollars because I worked in higher education for seven years and I was bringing in like a definite income, um, but I knew I was making more, but I didn't know how much I was making, if that makes sense. So just that dreadful feeling of, man, he's right. And this is like tough love. And I need to either like, just like give up or continue to push on. So I guess that like that 
that feeling came at that moment. I like had a cry, like, what's that phrase? Like I was at a fork in a road, even though there's like two, yeah. like spork in a road. I don't know. So I decide like, okay, I can either go down this path or I can go down this path and like give in, give up, or I can like lean in and lean into getting to know the numbers behind my business. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. And it was, but that was the moment for me. So when you were getting to know your numbers, what was the number I guess that was most alarming or one that you didn't realize was having an effect. Was it the income? Was it the expenses? What was it that was the most like eye-opening when you actually sat down to do the numbers? Yeah, that's a great question. It was for me, it was realizing I was spending at some parts of my business spending more than I was making, even though what I was making was consistently coming in from clients. Like I was getting paid, but then I would spend it without really like balancing it all out, which is so, it sounds like so obvious, but as a creative, like you have those feast and famine months throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And so I was in a feast month, but yet I didn't realize I was like more of in a famine. Does that make sense? That 100% makes sense. And I think that anyone can sort of relate to that in their business of how they have incomes, because you're always going to have higher months and then slightly lower months. Obviously the goal is always higher, higher, higher. So I think that that was really interesting. If you remember back to that time, what was the highest expense that you were like, I'm spending that much on that? Yes. Oh, let me think. Um, Okay. Oh my gosh. What was it? Oh, uh, for me, it was, there was this like tool I was using that was like close to, or not tool. Like it was a contractor who I wasn't really utilizing at all. Cause I was ending up doing the work. It was $650 a month. Um, and that's, that's a lot for like a solo business owner. Is. And so when I stepped back and I started assessing, okay, where are all my expenses actually going versus what am I bringing in that helped me like, see, okay, what do I need to cut and what do I need to keep? And then what, like, what are my, what is my profit and what, what do I need to bring to the, what can I bring to the table? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And now that we've talked about it on past episodes, if people have been nervous about hiring contractors yeah. because of that, and that's why I say at the very beginning, you can hire something like very minimal, just one off. So you're building that muscle of delegating, but yeah. truly when you're looking to bring somebody on either part-time or just more consistently, you need to be looking at not only the ROI on time, but that actual return on investment. So was it something like they were editing photos for you, but then you would just have to re-edit them or what were they doing or not there were? I was actually, it was like through a VA service and Mm -hmm. I was sending off items for them to work on, but then I was ending up working on it on the back end because they were either doing it for like, there was no, it's my fault too. Like there was no SOP formed in the beginning. Like I didn't like direct them correctly in my my basic systems operating procedure. And so it's like, I expected them to read my brain, which is not fair on both ends. Like it's, it's not fair. So now what I do is every time I do hire out a certain workflow or a certain SOP that I need help with, I create, I know Kate, you'll like this. I created a Trello board about that specific SOP and workflow. And then I record myself walking them through each step. 
And then I like send off exactly the directions I need. And then that way, and then I give them like a 90 day onboarding, like training ramp with me. And it's like one to two hours a week. Oh, I love that. I think that's a great idea. And one other tip, because inside of love your list, which if you guys are an alumni, or if you're a current listing, you're in the, the group coaching experience, we had Jordan, who's a former guest of the podcast come in. And she was talking about when you do make changes from anything that you've outsourced, make sure you're using something like loom. I'll put it in the show notes. You guys know how much I love loom. And actually documenting yourself, making changes and talk out loud. So that way you can send it back off with people. So they know the types of changes that you're making and why. So I think that's really great. I do have to wonder though, um, because you realized that there was those issues with workflows and SOPs, is that what got you into that second half of your business where you do workflows and automations? Well, it's really interesting because I think about that. I think about that a lot. I'm like, man, like I, I consider that one of my superpowers is strategy and systems and workflows. I will probably, I mean that in the most like humble way possible. I'm not trying to brag or anything. Um, but I think it started when I was working in higher education. Um, I used to work, my past life, I used to work with international students. And so I would organize all their files and I would um, help them um, just, I would pretty much like create a system for them to be organized with their, um, oh man, the um, pregnancy brain right now, with their visas and passports and all that stuff so that they could actually study in America and like feel like, that although their paperwork was safe and secure and they could just be students because they just needed to be students. So um, that is where I started developing like a system and strategy for paperwork. I know it sounds weird. And then it was like easily transferable to running my own photography business because I'm very um, organized with all my clients. And then it just became really a natural step into like learning the back end of running everything for my creative business. And I was able to explain it in a way that made sense to other creatives. So, and then of course the year we all hate talking about, but it's true 2020, like the big year that happened for a lot of creative business owners uh, everywhere, every business owner, not just for creative business owners, but it caused me to pause and stop and think, okay, outside of photography, which I can't do right now, because like in Nashville, where I live, like there were like shut down, like we could not go and leave and do photo shoots. So how was I going to pivot, sorry to use the P word, pivot into like another strength. And that is when I was like, okay, I need to dig further and find if people want to actually learn about this, or is this just something that I like doing? So I guess around 2020 is when I was like watering it and letting it grow and blossom. Oh, I absolutely love that. Now, again, there's so many things that we could talk about. And I know that one of the tools that you work with a lot with your students and your clients and your customers is actually Dubsado. Yes, I love so, that. Yes. <laughs> So did you want to talk a little bit about that, um, about some of the workflows and then why do you like it so much? And then we'll, we're going to talk, like I alluded to everybody about your free bundling experience and something fun we've got coming up. So why do you like Dubsado so much for creative business owners? Yeah. So, um, there's 
one of the two main reasons that popped my head instantly is one, um, the owners behind Dubsado. I really, really like the owners of the company. They, everyone who's hired there is incredible, which makes the customer support team and the customer experience for me as a user even better, more positive. And it makes me want to consume and learn even more from them. So like that aspect of like who leads the business has been a positive experience for me. And I always like supporting other business owners who are just like good humans in general. Um, and then the second reason as a creative myself, I knew walking in to going into my my business full-time, I don't think I mentioned this. I went full-time in 2018 when I got pregnant with my son. So I had two babies that year, my business baby and my actual baby, my son. And um, I was not planning on going full-time, but I was kind of forced into it because when I announced I was pregnant, my, my boss like at the time sent out an email to everyone and said I was quitting. And I did not tell him that. And I was like, hmm, all right. So I guess it's because I'm pregnant anyway. So I, uh, it was kind of- that sound familiar, besties? You know, I got fired for giving birth too. So not so shocked that that's still happening. Yeah, it, mine was more like a passive aggressive way of saying, well, she's just merging into motherhood. I'm like, I never said that. I said I was going to like, do still do this and but anyway so kind of like forced me to like okay I'm gonna do this business now and it's been great because I like being my own boss and I enjoy running my own business but anyways because of that it forced me to take a deep hard look into the back-end workings of just how I was running my business and I had heard about Dubsado in 2018 I was terrified of it but I bought it anyways. And I will tell you guys, I did not use, use it for six months because of how scared I was of it. Like, oh, so what is Dubsado? I realized that we didn't actually define it for some yeah. of our newer listeners. So what is Dubsado? Yeah. So it is a CRM tool, which pretty much means a customer relationship management tool. Um, I, it is, it houses all of my contracts, all of my forms, and it, it's, it's a way for my clients to pay me for services. And so it houses a lot of different things and it's, it's an all-in-one platform that I can use as a hub with my one-on-one -on -one client services. Now, I do want to point out, you know this, Kate, <clears throat> but I do want to point out to any new business owners, it is not an email service provider. So I can't get on there and do like a newsletter blast to all my clients. That is what an email service provider like ConvertKit or Flowdesk or MailerLite, like that's what that's for. This um, Dubsado and HoneyBook and um, 17 hats, those are CRM tools that you use in relationship with your clients to keep all of their work organized. I absolutely love that. So what I like to think of it as is it keeps them out of your normal inbox. So that way it's like, no, this is where you send your messages. This is where I send the files. You can have it set up. dolly has got a lot, of, a lot of great resources on it. This is where you're going to sign up the contract. Okay. They sound the sound, the contract of Sato automatically sends them the next step or a form they need to collect or the payment. So it can be a really robust tool. And is that why you were so scared to use it those first six months? Yes. I was so scared because I knew 
it was like me looking at an ocean and thinking like I don't even know where to begin or uh, for those of you who I love steak I I'm a meat eater myself um but it's like me just expecting I'm just gonna take this in one giant bite like that's impossible like I would choke or something would happen so I needed to like be okay with taking one bite at a time and savoring it and then chewing another bite I don't know if that's a good example or not and so when I started looking at Dubsado that way, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take it one step at a time and upload my contract into their contract form. Okay, now I'm going to um, upload my questionnaire that I normally send out to families. Okay, but if I want to peel it back even further, what I ultimately had to do was write out every customer journey that is attached to a certain service that I offered. And then once I knew the customer journey from start to finish, I was able then to attach like key, key points, key, um, milestones and tasks. Exactly. Key tasks of what then I would have to put into Debsado to make that journey seamless between like me working with them, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And so I, again, I just want to reiterate this again, it's sort of one bite at the time. Yes. You guys cannot necessarily mess this up. This is why we are big proponents of amazing tools that have amazing customer service. Cause I'm sure that you talk to their help desk a lot. That yeah. was like me and Podia. That's yeah. why I love convert kit. Like, again, you guys know, everyone's like, Oh, what's the first thing you look for a nice customer service team <laughs> because it does, it makes all the difference in the world, even if you know what you are doing. And so you were doing the photography, you had learned about your systems. We have something special to talk about for your numbers. We're going to leave that a little bit later on in the episode. So when you're dealing with one-on-one services and things like that, you don't necessarily need an email list. So what made you decide? Was it the fact that you wanted to start helping creatives? You're like, oh man, I need to start focusing on my email list. And was that what kind of sparked you into being like, Hey, Kate's got this thing on free bundles. Let's see what that's all about. Um, well, I think for me, I was like, since I had entered the world of, um, just like online business after like starting my own photography business, it was around 2018, 2019, when I started learning about the importance of growing your email list. And I kind of kicked myself back then because I had been doing photography as a side hobby since 2007. So it had taken me so long to go full-time and I could have been like growing my email list for my families for that long, like for over a decade. But you know, you just, you live and you learn. You like you. I almost said you live and you learn. You get loves like because I am in that mindset. I'm pregnant, um, but I definitely learned that I just needed to start and not kick myself about not having an email list for over ten years. And so I started in 2019, and I I don't even know how I was introduced to you, Kate. I think it was from like some business bundle that I had like gotten an email from and that's how I was introduced mm-hmm. to your world. And then I was like, wow, Kate Doster, she's my inbox bestie. So that's that's how I was introduced. I don't know. It was like through some bundle that I was emailed about and I wanted to learn more about something. And then that just naturally led me to you. Aw, well, I'm so glad. See, everyone, bundles can work whether they are free or they are paid. That's what I'm telling you. So 
what made you decide in your own business to run a free bundle versus say like a summit? And you guys know we are fans of summits. They're not Kate's cup of tea, but what made you decide, you know, I think I want to try the, the bundle route versus the summit route. So, um, this was literally almost two years ago, like after I had gotten to, got to know you online and through your, through your inbox besties podcast, I, you had talked about the benefits of email list growth through bundles. And that's when I, I decided to do a little bit of research and you have this amazing program that it's a system pretty much teaching people how to teaching users, teaching business owners, how a step-by-step solution on how to create your first bundle. And so I purchased it from you. I was like, okay, I'm going to purchase this. I'm going to follow this system. And I, I had already known that like, okay, I love systems and workflows and I want to teach others, other creative business owners, like the, the magic of automating the back end of their own business. So I knew the theme, but I just didn't know how it was going to look. And a summit seemed overwhelming to me. And I am a, I'm a, I have I'm about to have baby number two. So I am like currently in the thick of motherhood, mothering younger children. So I just like, just thinking about like collecting videos from contributors and doing a live summit for a week. That was overwhelming for me. And I know I'm, we have a mutual friend, Krista Miller of Summit in a Box. And she like is a huge supporter of um, summits. Obviously she's the queen of summits, but Mm -hmm. we love her. Yeah, we love her so much, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, Krista, like that sounds so overwhelming to me. So a good like appetizer for me to start off with was your bundle, your bundle system. I'm calling it the system for bundles and it made it doable and easy for me to chew on and I just, I just loved it so much, Kate. And I decided to lead my first bundle in early of 2022. And again, the theme was the systems and workflows for creative business owners. So different aspects of how to automate the back end of your business. It was, it was, it was not broad, but it was broad enough to brought a lot of people in. And I had, and you were a part of it, Kate, and it was, it went more successful than I ever assumed it would be. I, I thought, okay, well, I'll get like a hundred new people on my email list. And in a week I had gained over 4,000 subscribers from this bundle. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. I was not, <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> I was like, what? 4,000 people, what am I going to do? Like, and so that again, like it kind of set continued to set the motion of, okay, now I need to continue to nurture and get to know these new subscribers. And like you have, again, you have a really good system, like with this um, collaboration, you call it the collaboration cash and bundle. Is that, if that I, if I'm not butchering the name of this resource, (laughs) Um, I just call it your bundle system in my head. So you're probably like, Dolly, this is not the right term, but that's what I call it in my head, the bundle system. And it was, I've been re-watching it and reusing it like every time that I have a new bundle that I want to plan and it's incredible. And I, I just love bundles so much. And it, 
another reason why I love bundles is I've met so many different, um, through the contributors, I've met a lot of different business owners who like, who have become my internet friends and who I've networked with. And it's been great, especially the past two years, like with like, you know, COVID, he who must not be named COVID. Mm-hmm. And we we're, we're not able to get out as much or we're not able to network in person. So it's been really helpful for me to like meet other people and not feel so lonely in the online space. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that we actually talk about in collaboration cash, the bundle system, you can call it that. That's better. Uh, I love it because it is, it literally is everything that you need to run a bundle. Like it's all there. Um, but I love that you talk about like that friendship and the networking, Mm because as I tell people, the easiest way to make friends is to give them great results. And I think that everybody is very taken aback, especially when they do a free one. And we're going to be talking about your first paid one. That's actually going to be coming up in a couple of weeks, which is really exciting. Um, they're just so shocked to see how this works. Because even though they're starting to get slightly more known because your girl has been preaching them to everybody lately, it's still one of those things where people I think are still thinking like when they're a guest in a summit, maybe they are getting an extra hundred or 50 email subscribers. So they're not used to, not that we tell the students to promise anything, but not that they're used to getting that many subscribers all at once. So when you were sitting down to do your bundle, I know that you had the course and you had already had your theme. Um, what would you say was one of the more challenging parts or was there really any challenging part and be completely honest when it came to that first bundle? Well, I'm not going to lie. I have major, and I still do. I, I had major imposter syndrome because I am, but like a little, little fish in a big, big old internet pond. And I, it was hard for me to take the initial steps of um, pitching myself because you have to pitch the bundle to other contributors and um, get contributors on board for the bundle. And that was terrifying for me because I thought nobody knows who I am. Like, yes, I'm known, I'm known for family photography in Nashville, but I'm not known as a systems and workflow educator or an expert. And here I am just like, who is this Dolly? Like, who is she? And so I was terrified, but thankfully, like, I'm not trying to like make your head so big. I hope I'm like affirming you by saying this, like your, your bundle, your systems bundle, your bundle for systems. (laughs) Again, I'm butchering it. Um, it helped. It came with templates. It came with like lessons on how to pitch and not be weird about it. Cause that's, that's another thing. I didn't want to be weird and sound like a creep and a creepy person on the internet and, um, a random email. But I, I do want to say going back to your loom comment, cause like I'm picking from the loom comment you made. I also attached personalized loom videos to every template that you gave. Um, So like you have a pitch email template in the bundle. And so I use that. And then I also made a personalized Loom video with it so that they could, the contributor who'd never met me before could actually see my face, hear me. Because for me, like, I just want to let them see my face and see if they hear my voice and they're like, she sounds annoying. I don't want to have anything to do with her or like, I just want them to know I'm a real person. And that helped out a lot. That really built a better connection. And 
and for me, I really wanted people to know, like, this wasn't a fluke. It's not a scam. Like, I really genuinely am putting together a bundle and I wanted to collab with them. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed having your templates. That that was a lifesaver for me. And then getting over my insecurities of, um, like imposter syndrome and just going for it and creating personalized videos like that helped out the catalyst was like the videos and then that helped me out a lot and I started getting yeses and more yeses and more yeses and I did I did get a few no's and mm-hmm. that, that's gonna happen like oh, I yeah it's gonna happen so uh, but just getting those yeses made me so feel so good and confident that, okay, I can do this. I can lead my first bundle. Oh, that's so exciting. I do have to ask because a lot of people wonder, and we don't need exact numbers, but yeah. I know that your emails had jumped to like that sort of 4,000 mark. Yeah. Um, did you notice when you started sending like normal newsletters, like a huge drop off and then a leveled off, did a surprising amount of people stay on? Cause I think that's a really big concern when you're the host, or if you're just contributing to somebody else's bundle that you're going to get that spike. And then everyone's going to leave in five minutes. Yes. So I, my, like, cause I like to measure metrics weekly or like bi-weekly myself. And I noticed that a big, not a big chunk left, maybe like, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a, a round number 500 people left, but I still like maintained a good chunk of the subscribers from the bundle who are still engaged on my list to this day. And, and I know they're from the bundle because I segmented, like I tagged them in Mm -hmm. my email service provider. And so I know like, oh, they, they just opened up this email and they came from this, like the systems and workflow magic bundle from 2022. And I'm like, oh, okay. They, they want to stay. That's great. And so, (laughs) but I was, yeah, there was that fear at the back of my head. I was thinking, oh, Like they're just going to get a bunch of free stuff and then they're going to leave, but no, they stayed, they actually stayed. And I think, um, one part was also Kate mentions this in the training in that she, she encourages contributors to actually contribute things that are of value and not like free opt-ins or lead magnets that you would normally Mm -hmm. give out for free. And so that helped me also communicate to the contributors, like, Hey, I want you to contribute something that you would you were actually going to sell or you would create to sell. And so that was very helpful as well. Okay. That is very nice to hear. And again, I always like to be honest and tell everybody, we make the skeletons dance here. So when you're going from say a smaller list, and I don't know the exact number you would start out with, but we're just going to magically save like 500 people on your list to like 4,000. And even if you're down to say, now you've only got 3,500. That is a really big leap when you are looking to start to grow your list, because I mean, I don't even want to imagine how much that would have cost in Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. And anytime you send a normal newsletter, everybody, you're expecting probably about a 1% drop off. And granted the one that we talked about here is a little bit higher. It's close to that 10%, but I'm sure it's not all from a single email. And like I said, you're going to find that some of those people are going to stay for years. (laughs) You're just like, what? Like they'll honestly, and I think that some people, because they don't, Um, And I love that you help with metrics. Sometimes I don't think that they realize, okay, if somebody subscribed with this freebie, like a normal freebie, not something from a bundle, how long is that normal life? Or how many people who signed up for this have unsubscribed? And you might also find that the numbers when you really look at them (laughs) are strikingly similar. (laughs) 
Yes. Crazy. Really interesting there. And again, like you said, when you have those high quality gifts, because I know some people are like, oh, well, like everyone's doing bundles now. When you can have high quality things, people are going to associate you with high quality things. And as I tell my students and I tell my own contributors of things like, if you want to stand out, it's got to be something good. This is why I don't allow things that are bad because I want you guys to grow your list as much as humanly possible. Yeah. So I know that you are actually going to be running your next bundle in a couple of weeks in February. And when this episode goes live, cause we are recording this a little bit early again, just in case if the baby came, you guys know how it is. Um, and this time you decided to do it as paid, which is something that we're actually incorporating more inside of collaboration cash in as we're going to be doing our own paid bundle as well. We've had several students now do this the whole system as well with paid. So what made you decide, I think I'm going to try paid this next time. Yeah. Okay. So one main reason was after I led that first bundle, I had messages from the people who subscribed that said I would have paid for this bundle. Like Mm -hmm. that was clue number one for me. And I thought, huh, interesting. And because I, I just honestly use it as a, as a way to build out my audience, build more brand awareness, build out my list. But uh, there was so much, it was over like if I, I'm probably butchering the number, but over like $2,000 to $3,000 worth of value and systems and workflow contributions. And like I had still have DMs from students telling me or subscribers telling me, oh my goodness, like I love that bundle so much. I can't wait till the next one. And it was so valuable. And so that was clue number one. Clue number two happened um, earlier, like in 2022, and I was part of another bundle and it was a paid version. And I saw like that the leader who led it, she served her contributors so well. She set like really high bar and standard and she wanted the contributors to win financially. Like they were getting like essentially more than she was, you know, and, or, um, So I was like, I love that type of leadership where you're always looking out for the the people around you. And so I was like, I really like that. And I really want to try to emulate that type of leadership and that type of bundle, um, funnel (laughs) bundle. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to test the waters out and see if Kate's system can work. And at the same time, Kate, you had started announcing that you were making updates to Mm -hmm. the program and you were incorporating like training on how to um, treat it like a paid bundle. And I was like, this is perfect. I love it. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm just gonna go forward and move ahead and start pitching again to other contributors and seeing like if they would like to be a part of a paid bundle and Again, I want to make sure they know I'm like rooting for them. Like I want them to win through this process, not just with um, like growing out their email list, but also like financially, like a cash injection into their business. Mm -hmm. So how did you decide what you were going to charge for your paid bundle? Yeah, honestly, it was, I just looked at what other bundles were like, charging on average, it was like between 47 to 97. And so I decided I'd just land on 97 and I don't, there's no psychology behind it. It was just, I did some 
very light research, didn't do heavy market research, light research. And I thought, okay, like this seems to be the norm. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go with that and see what happens. I think that that is so awesome. And I love the fact, like you said, you really did want to be that leader and you really did want this to be a collaborative effort. One of the things that we talk about a lot in collaboration cash in is we want everyone to think that this is their event. And yes, you are going to have some contributors that go ball to the wall promoting it and are having fantastic results. And you're like, yes. And then you're going to have other people that kind of flake a little bit. You just don't invite them back next time. But I'm so unbelievably excited for the paid bundle that you are running. So why don't you actually let us know about what you're going to be contributing in the paid bundle? Tell us the name, uh, let us know the URL. We'll make sure and I'll put the URL down here. It's going to be my affiliate link, everybody, um, mm-hmm. for the wait list. So what's the name of the bundle? What's going on? What's the theme? Tell us all the good stuff and what you have in there. Yeah. So the name of the bundle is again, the systems and workflow magic bundle, but it's called the Systems and Workflow Magic Bundle 2.0 Funnel Edition because it's the second iteration. And now the, the theme of it is about funnels. So I invited contributors and found experts who are going to be teaching on uh, and contributing education on top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, and continuation, learning about more like funnel so continuation of funnel education. And so that way, students who purchase the bundle, they can pick and choose like what area of the funnel they want to concentrate on. So especially like this is the beginning of the year when it comes out in February 6th, 2023, you have the full year to consume like different products and you can make quarterly goals for yourself. So Q1, you want to learn about top of funnel strategy, then just consume the top of the funnel, the contributors education. And then summer, you're like, okay, now I want to learn about middle of the funnel. You got that. And then so on and so forth. And so you'll have one week to actually purchase because the cart will be open from February 6th to the end of um, that week, that first week of February of 2023. And then you have a full year to download all the resources. And these are, again, like Kate and I have been saying, these are not free resources. Like this would not be a free resource in my shop or in Kate's shop. This would be an actual paid resource that you would have to pay individually. And so far, I don't have the full numbers since I'm still gathering all the data from the the contributors but so far I have over 35 different contributors and again who are contributing to different parts of the funnel uh, for funnel education for creatives and I'm really really so excited I know we had mentioned Krista Miller of Summit in the Box Mm -hmm. she's one of the contributors and again I am pumped about this year's lineup and I am just trying to stay as organized as possible, especially before baby number two, my little, my other bundle comes. And so I just want to make sure it's all organized. And um, again, I will give props to Kate Doster because she um, has made sure that her funnel, uh, her bundle system is very clear in the course and um, it's helped me out a lot. So thank you, Kate. Well, thank you so much. So 
Um, what I really do want to point out to everyone is when you are doing one of these bundles, well, it's okay to start general. I think having an actual theme and like ours that we're going to have later on this year, maybe we'll, maybe Dolly will be a contributor. Who's to say, um, we're going to have later on for our paid one as well. Having that theme is going to help you figure out who to pitch. It's going to be able to really be able to attract those ideal people better because like, oh, these are the people that are interested in funnels. And so these are people that are probably going to be a little bit more advanced in business. They kind of know what's going on. We know that they're willing to pay. So I think that it's really, really interesting. And I do like that you are giving people a year to be able to, to download everything again, like with my stuff, as long as you claim it within that year, you're still going to have lifetime access to it. So I think that is excellent. So what are you going to be contributing to the top middle or bottom of the funnel? actually going to be a bottom of the funnel, a continuation of the funnel product. And it is one of my most popular products within my own systems and workflow education shop. It's called the creative bookkeeping template. And it's basically a bookkeeping template for creatives who want to track all the numbers of their business. And you all, like I had shared earlier, like my um, breakdown moment was when my husband, my sweet, sweet husband had, had said, Dolly, like you're bringing in money, but you're not really bringing in money. Like that was my moment when I realized I need to start setting up a tracking system and actually learn the numbers behind my business intimately. And so I not only like at the time I invested in a profit first coach and I like took, um, um, Shanna Skidmore's blueprint model that helped me out a lot, but then I needed like my own version to like take all the wisdom I was getting from these financial co coaches and put it in a worksheet. And so I talked through my husband through it. Cause like, keep in mind, like you probably, you guys are like, man, she mentions her husband a lot. Like we like are a team here. Cause we got out of, um, if anybody wants to know anything about me, like we got out of student loan debt in 19 months, like 175,000 paid off in 19 That's months. Awesome. Like I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this. And it was like my husband's brain. Like he was like, we have a plan. We're going to do this. And so I like take a lot of my um, like financial questions over to my husband. He's like, okay, I can make a, um, a template for you and you can just plug and play your numbers in it and see what happens. And so I started using that sheet and it was incredible. And it was, it's for a full year. It helps me track my numbers every month. And then in one tab, it shows me like my overall numbers based off of what I'm either spending or making per month. And it all automates, like it's all automation magic. And again, my husband made it. And then we were like, oh, I maybe I should sell it in my shop because it's helping me out so much. And I can like teach others how to use this, especially creative business owners, just a way to track the numbers behind their business. And it's a bestseller. And I, and again, my husband likes to joke around every time I make a sale, he's like, where's my cut? Um, and so like, <laughs> some like warlord or something, but it's, it's been great. And so I thought I'm going to contribute this because as much as I want other creative business owners to understand the ins and outs and back end puzzle pieces of the different parts of a funnel, because it does affect some parts, some pieces of their business. Yes. I also want them to understand the numbers behind their business because like, I, 
it's just an awful feeling just thinking that you're making so much money knowing seeing that you're making so much money but then realizing oh it's actually going out the door because I'm not tracking it or I'm not like projecting for the next three, four, five, six months for the slower seasons, for the famine season. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I'm so excited about contributing that. It comes with a tutorial video on how to actually use the spreadsheet. And it's, you can, um, like most templates, you can just like copy and paste it for every new business year. So it's just like a one and done template. And it's, I use it every year in my business. So I'm, I'm excited about contributing it. I think that that is awesome, especially because people who are creatives, for some reason, they tend to identify as people that aren't good at math, or sometimes people find the numbers intimidating, or I don't want to say that people like to take an ostrich approach and just dig their head in the sand. But sometimes I feel like people just like to do that with their numbers. And if they get into something like QuickBooks or even like FreshBooks, it can just be like really overwhelming. Like you said, like, you know, that you made say $5,000 but you might not necessarily know, okay, at the end of the month, how much did we actually keep in profit? What's actually going out? Um, or sometimes and this, even as for personal, you don't realize how many of like those little things, like the streaming services, like, it's like, we're spending how much on this? And like, we only use like two of them. So yeah. I think it's really great for everyone and a nice, easy to use. You don't need an additional piece of software. Cause I believe it's a Google sheet, right? That they're yeah. going to be able to use it. And you've got that walkthrough video. And I have to say, Dolly makes everything. It's probably why we gel so well together. She makes everything so unintimidating which it must be the educator background. And they're just like, oh yeah, I can definitely do that. Like, it's not scary. What was I thinking? Yeah. Giant shocker, everybody. Uh, I'm going to be contributing something on running free and paid bundles so that you'll be able to start getting your hat going in the ring. So it's more of a top of a funnel type of a situation. So that way you actually do have people to pitch your bigger products to. You do have people to get into your courses. And if you want to use it more as say a moneymaker rather than you're looking for just brand exposure, which is one of the reasons why I say, if you want brand exposure, go for free. If you're looking for more of a cash injection, which is cool, go for paid. We're going to be talking about how to do that. Now I do have one question that people might be wondering if they are going to be hosting a bundle or even potentially contributing and say a bundle, like one of these, what about the people that already purchased your money sheet? Like what happens to them? Is it just like, oh, well, you've got it. Well, yeah, I've had contributors ask me the same thing. And I've like been like, oh man, other people have purchased this. Well, my, like my, um, contrib- uh, my, my template is normally $27 in my shop. And so mm-hmm. they, okay, maybe this is not the best example because it's like a low ticket offer, but I have a contributor who is contributing something worth over $200 for example, to the bundle. And she has had past clients um, who've purchased it from her full price. And so she was worried about that too. And so what she is doing, she could have two options. I told her you could either shave off like a certain amount and still like give the premium deal to your past clients or customers, or you can like keep it as it is and add it to the bundle. And so what she's doing, she's doing the route of, she is shaving off certain parts of that offer. And then she's contributing that to the bundle so that her past clients, customers, buyers, they don't feel like, what's the word? I don't know what word I'm looking for, but like that. Like Yeah. 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 
So I like that. So I really do like that. And that's something that we encourage for our contributors to do as well. Um, whether it is in a free bundle or in a paid bundle as well, it's one of those things as well. Say potentially if you didn't want to shave it off and say it was a smaller product, like, um, yours is that you have, you could always offer like, Hey, and if you've already purchased this, well, we're not giving out discounts for the bundle. You mm-hmm. are going to get like this extra bonus, or it could be something like they get dolly dollars or something. Dolly like dollars. You can yeah. figure out dolly dollars. You can figure out a way to be able to sort of make those customers happy. Or you might just have like a game plan in the back of your head. And then anybody that emails you back and was like, well, I already bought this. Like, can I get a discount? You can choose to handle that internally, or you can just like come out and say it for everyone. Um, I can't say we don't, we usually go the route of shaving off parts of paid programs. We don't necessarily do paid, though we have had contributors that just give people paid stuff. And I think that they usually do sort of that same route where it would just be like, oh, like you can just have a bonus or they deal with it on a case by case basis. So I love that. So I didn't want anybody to be nervous about, you know, what to contribute themselves if they're hosting one of these, or if they do get approached, that's fine. Um, I will find that I think that people end up, I don't want to say they end up developing a bundle product, but I feel like people will end up developing a bundle product that then they can put in other people's bundles. They can put in things like if they're going to be a contributor for a summit, they can sort of do that. So usually they create like an exclusive paid product that they sort of use in different collaborations. So that could always be something as well. So it's such a good I absolutely idea. Love I love that. that. I love that idea. So, so, yeah. so great. So do you have any parting words for our inbox besties? I know that we tackled a lot from numbers to iterations, to workflow, to Dipsado, to not being so overwhelmed by things. We talked a lot about bundles as well. What would you like to leave all of our listeners with? Yeah, well, I do want to say that, um, again, thank you so much, Kate, for um, like coming week in and week out with your, with this podcast and like presenting email, like I look at it as email list growth strategies that are doable and chewable. And I love that. And, and for those of you who are listening, who are just now getting started with growing out your email list, you're, you are kicking yourself for not starting it like years ago. Like I did that. Um, please like just start, just start with like one step at a time. And Kate makes it really, really easy and doable with like different growth strategies. And so this, this podcast is very valuable. So I just, I just wanted to leave with an affirming note to you, Kate, keep up the good work. Oh, I thank you so much. So where can people hang out with you online? I know that you're very active on Instagram. I know you've got a podcast as well. Uh, You have other freebies in case if the bundle is over, not this one is free, but where can people get more Dolly in their life? Yeah, definitely. So I am on Instagram at Dolly DeLong Education. So if you want to learn more about systems and workflows and Dubsado, so it's anything like on the, like just to automate, better automate and streamline your creative business, you can find me there. And if you want to see photography, you can go to at Dolly DeLong Photo. And then I also I'm the host of a podcast called the systems and workflow magic podcast and a new episode normally drops every Monday. So check me out. It's normally on most podcast players. And then, um, for the, the wait list for this bundle is called the systems and workflow magic bundle.com and, or systems and workflow magic dot com. I am. Oh my goodness. I need to like double check that Kate. Oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> Bring them on. Not a problem y'all. 
Yeah. So I will, I'll send you the link to that. Cause like, because I'm like talking about bundles and funnels, I'm like mixing up the URLs, but I'll send you the URL, Kate. So, um, but yeah, come and meet me. And I, I try to stay pretty active on um, Instagram and I just, I just love getting to know people. And I love, um, yeah, I just love connecting with people. Oh, well, we have loved having you so much. Thank you so much. And again, congratulations on all the success that you got from your actions. It is well-deserved and for the baby that is coming up and we will talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.